appear with the tedious inevitability of an unloved season. I didn't think there were any seasons in space. As far as you're concerned, only winter. And the treacherous Dr. Goodhead. Despite your efforts, my finely wrought dream approaches its fulfillment. Your dream, whatever sort of nightmare it is, has no chance, Drax. <laughs> you think not? We shall see. We're coming up to second launch position. Launch globe number two. So hi and welcome to the Only Movie Podcast. This is Andrew. Uh, this is Damien. Douglas, before you go, uh, two weeks ago, I told Andrew not to do this because I was trying very hard to stick to listening to new terrible rap. And he did this. <laughs> and I spiraled. <laughs> and he did it again. Because <laughs> he's a monster. <laughs> I can't I can't help myself. That you're a terrible right? person. And we're no um, longer friends. <laughs> Are we no longer friends? No. I'm We're back in Douglas's. Find... I'm back in Douglas's. We're going to I'm... find a new one. I have one. I found a new one. He's here. He's Douglas. Friend Douglas is here. He's in regular clothes. It's tremendous. I mean, is that regular clothes? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose I am here. So yes, the, the, the constant <laughs> the the constant of me now goading um damien with old-timey rap yes we'll yep. continue i, I don't mean, know for how long yeah i, I might person. just keep doing it for at least one more episode i can't mm. promise what it will be but you know terrible terrible person yes <laughs> terrible person mm-hmm. speaking of terrible persons um we decided to record the unnamed peaky blinders podcast today. yes 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 Yes, I, mean, yes, please. I can't say no at this stage, can I? <laughs> so, Andrew, I mean, lead us off. What's going mm-hmm. on? Um, Peaky Blinders is. Can we put it? Sometimes I watch myself. Hey, Dad. Hey, man. But I don't know who it is that I'm looking at. Do you walk dogs? Yeah, I do. Maybe you could walk my babies for me. If I could just change it, but I don't know how. So instead, I'm stuck here like this. I don't, I don't understand what you're... So yes, um, we're here to discuss a film from last year. Um, starring Douglas's new boyfriend... Caleb Landry Jones. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, titled Nitram. Um, I kept saying Nitram until I saw the movie, and I'm like, all right, Nitram. <laughs> but it's a made-up name, so who cares? Um, it is a story of the events leading up to the 1996 Port Arthur Massacre in Tasmania. 
and we follow along as the gentleman who enacts this massacre as we just watch and see how he gets there, what leads to this scenario, what alarms us, what doesn't, and what points of interest we can discern from this. So Douglas, tell us more. What 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 does this movie bring to you? <laughs> it brings joy and happiness. Um, this movie is a movie. So let me at least start off and say that I kind of like this movie. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it feels like, to me, one of those movies in the smell her region of, of, of films, of, of, of me liking it, except it's not as, I mean, come on, as much as I love Caleb, Caleb Landry Jones, he is no Elizabeth Moss, right? Um, and the role is not one that lends itself to the Elizabeth Mossing that was done in Smell Her. But it's, it's a similar sort of, um, of, of vibe, right? This, this movie is very much uh, a character study of, and this is something that I didn't realize until, I think I was probably reading it up afterwards, uh, Nitram, his made-up name, which is really just Martin in reverse, and... Um, very clever, this man. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently it's, it's, it's something that, that people... And I don't even understand this, but it's supposed to be um, they're making fun of him in some way. Um, maybe I need things to be explained. As in, me. like, the filmmaker making fun of him? Or, like... No, in no, real no, life... People, real people. people okay, in yeah. high school I, made fun I of wasn't, him. Yeah. I wasn't sure who you were saying as they were, but it sounds like, you know, the kind of thing, like, at school someone said that yeah. to him and mm -hmm. they just teased him with it and <laughs> you know it didn't make sense right it's not like a joke where we're like oh that's funny it's just something that people said mm -hmm. and yeah they just kept doing it yeah it's not right. your name and he took exception to yes, that yes he did <laughs> um except it is his name <laughs> <laughs> play on the name uh but this this movie is just chock-a-block full of acting Right, and that is, I think, the main reason why I like it. Obviously, um, uh, in particular, you know, you don't see you see a lot of non-Americans take on the American accent because that's where a lot of big movies um, are made, or um, you know, a, a lot of work is right, and and you have to kind of sound like them. You don't see a lot of people go the other way. Right, where you have Caleb Landry Jones actually trying and I think succeeding to take on this Australian accent. Um, and speaking of non Americans becoming American, this movie was when I learned that the father in this film is actually Australian. I, um, yes, really, yes, wow, the actor who plays uh, the father is 100% Australian. And for some reason, in uh, my mind, I'm always... I, I, it took First of all, I didn't recognize him because, you know, he's gotten a little older, he's gotten a little tubbier, you know, so life mm -hmm. go. Um, but when I did finally recognize Anthony Lapaglia, or Lapaglia, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, um, I said to myself, but hold on, isn't this fella like some deep um, New York accent mafio mafiosa kind of fella. Mm -hmm. And no, no, no wow. he is 100% Australian. That's, I mean, 
Yeah. I'm not giving this movie any more points, but that's pretty good. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I as with m- many things, I, I picked this movie one, of course, because Kid Landry Jones is, mm-hmm. is pretty good. Um, but also, I watched the trailer, and actually I had to watch it again after I saw the movie to kind of say how it translated into how how they translated the movie that I saw into the trailer that I saw. Because I remember watching the trailer and it was clear that it was going to be, you know, a slow burn. Um, and they kind of alluded to something very sinister, but they didn't actually tell you what it is, right? Um, and so, you know, I kind of like that. I went for it. And, and this movie actually has definite notes of, say, let's talk about Kevin, mm-hmm. right? Um it, it it doesn't get again as bombastic as any of the movies that that we might want to um compare this one to. It's felt um, more like um elephant. Like yeah, yeah, right. you could you could take that as well. Mm-hmm. Even though I would I would say it, it is a lot more hmm. Or maybe I should say it's a lot a lot less inaccessible mm-hmm. than than elephant is yeah, right I can say that, um yeah. because elephant while i love elephant i completely understand why for example damien hates it right it is <laughs> this movie i don't think had all of the of those kind of barriers mm-hmm. right this movie felt a, a lot more like something like a story was being told and that it was designed for people to sit down and in well, maybe not enjoy it, but mm-hmm. to you know um, be engaged by it, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 I think everybody, like like all of the teams, played hard here. Um, and a movie like this is, I think, probably it threads a needle as to exactly the right thing, the right type of based on a true story movie that I I, I like, right? It, it, because you know the way that they present everything is it, it engages you and also for me like i immediately started to to go down the rabbit hole and, and research things right so funny enough again back to the trailer um the trailer doesn't actually say exactly what the sinister thing is so i didn't realize i know it said uh, not based on a true story but i figured it was just one of those random stories oh. where a fella does something oh. but i didn't realize it was i i, I can actually tell you because mm-hmm. i there is only one note that i made um when i watched this movie and it was about this and i timestamped it at the one hour and 18 mark i wrote it down i said wait a second i don't think they have guns in australia anymore is this about the reason why mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's literally the note that i had and then it clearly became mm-hmm. the um, story about about that even though so i clearly only know about one that incident and two the nature of gun laws in australia through um tangentially through mm-hmm. um media and sadly um random people like say for example jim jeffries right, right? so i clearly don't know the nuances and the details mm-hmm. and what was um uh interesting to me or 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 what was something that like i um it it, kind of surprised me was at the end you know um they do the same thing that a lot of based on true story movies do Mm -hmm. they don't just end and they don't just end the story they say hold on we need to write some words and tell you Mm -hmm. what happened right um and they actually say that 
um, even though, you know, this law was passed, it's great. Um, there are actually more guns now in Australia than there were at that time, mm-hmm. um, which, again, is hmm, based on, you know, how it is presented to us via mass media. You don't mm-hmm. quite feel about it that way. But then um, I think there's a sim- similar situation in England where they, too, have very strict gun laws. Mm-hmm. You're not really supposed to have guns at all. But... You know, I mean, when yeah, they go hunting foxes, right, one cannot arounds. hit it with a stick, right? right? There, there's all of these workarounds. Right. Um, the, the thing uh, they, people are quick to point out is that the type of guns that yeah, you can exactly. get there mm-hmm. are different. Yeah. Like, if you want an AR-15, you have to be a criminal <laughs> you know, to get that. Um, you can't just walk into a store and be like, hey... I'd like to shoot a hundred rounds in three seconds. They will call the police. <laughs> also, there's no concealed carry. Um, or, like you can't just be hiding guns on your person. So um, it is a lot different than it. Like in America, it's too buck. Like the, yeah. the the argument for America is that it is too buck wild. Like, yeah, oh, we have similar. Oh my God, we have Yeah, we've been going down this yeah. road for a while now, and. I guess this is a new status symbol for people to just be walking up and down uh, with <laughs> a murder, <laughs> a murder tool, a tool what does murder. Actually, that's what times. that's what they should call um, a group of guns. Now. It's a, a murder, murder of guns. guns. Yes. Um, but but yeah, this movie I I, th- I think is 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 great, and I I, I really like how they there's some details in here that. Um, every once in a while, I'll stop and Google it because it's it, it's how they actually get some of these things, like the fact that this guy would randomly um, lunge um for the the drivers we driving wheel in a car when somebody was driving him, mm-hmm. and um, that apparently is a true thing that happened. Um, on multiple occasions, and he did straight up murder this person that he was with once. Um, or at least, sorry, I shouldn't say that. They think he may have, mm-hmm. um, because, again, he does that. That's a thing. Right? Does. Yes. Um, so, you know, it, this movie is definitely not something if you're looking for... Um, fun time. <laughs> yeah, definitely not fun <laughs> times. And, and definitely not... This big bombastic, I'm gonna shoot him up, um, or or or, yeah. or anything like that. Nothing um, really glorifying anything, but it's it's an in, it's 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 a good little character study of not just Martin but um, everyone else involved, uh, and it really uh, it's not often and. For a subject like this, it's a little weird but to, to, to think about it in this way, but it's not often that something that actually happened is able to be presented in such an engaging way from a storytelling perspective, and that was something that I appreciated. Um, of course, a lot of people in Tasmania did not like that this movie was made. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, hey. Anyway, uh, one thumb up here. What do you folks Damien? Uh, right, so uh, in it's April now. Uh, we can officially dub the both teams played hard award to 
uh, Nitram for 2022 um, because this movie is the embodiment of both teams playing hard. The problem with the both team playing hard award is that the movie is usually not the sum of its parts. I do not like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, listen, the, the acting is superb. And so uh, you, you tend to fall into that hole. Um, and uh, while Douglas is usually the one who um, abhors watching movies where it is just a acting <laughs> like it's just hey look at this person acting their ass off Douglas is usually the one who comes on here and is just like yeah but that movie's bad <laughs> hey Douglas <laughs> I'm here to tell you uh, everyone acted their asses off and I'm sure because I don't have anything that I can point to in any of what you're saying and go well I think you're wrong about except no it is just that watching this movie and it, it wasn't, I mean, the movie is not supposed to be enjoyable, but watching this movie, it didn't give me the same sense as when we watch identifying features. I wasn't upset that this is the movie you chose and I wanted to slap and kill you. I just don't think this movie is as engaging um, or will be engaging for that many people. I, I like you're in love with Caleb, so that is like. But even without that, I still appreciated and can appreciate uh, what he did in this movie. And I, I mean, this, I can. I, I don't know if it is my mind telling me that because there's no way to actually prove this. But I remember watching the story of this on like a 60 minutes episode around that because I remember like World Cup qualifications being on TV and then somehow because I remember this story. So whenever it's brought up in pop culture, um, I remember like where I was when the Diana story hit and I rem like there's certain things that in my mind are like 60 minute stories and this is one of them. But as, as much as I'm sure people will appreciate learning about this or getting more context for this, uh, when you pointed out that the people of Tasmania were none too pleased about this, I can't say why. Because they, they didn't shy away from the more gruesome parts of like this. The movie isn't a brutal movie. That's not what's trying to evoke. It's not trying to glorify any of If anything... Um, he, he is painted in a light um, where they are not they're not trying to soften the type of person he is they have they have painted him as a monster kind of from the start and so you when it gets to the the thing, you like there's no there's no well, I can see how he got here. Like he's just a bad person, 
and he bad personed his way into these things. And it is, I think, I think that might be talking through, you know, I think that might be my, like, he doesn't come off as a whole person. Like, there's nothing, there's no humanity in him. He's just this truly terrible person that went on to do these awful things. And we need to talk about Kevin. Like, from a baby, he's, he's a monster, but that movie is not about him. So you can just paint him broadly as the worst child of all time because he's not the one yeah. carrying the movie. Yeah, yeah. You're juxtaposing it with, with, with um, Tilda Swinton Til- and, right. and what she has had to deal right. with and, and the humanity of that. Right. Yeah, she yeah, brings yeah. humanity yeah. to the movie. Uh, he is just a monster and the performance is incredible. Like, without, because I've seen the other things I've seen Caleb in. It is. He's not. Oh, yeah. It's he's not. not this. A real he's not. This. <laughs> and so watching yeah. him transform, and that yeah. I enjoy watching people transform in films. And I hope it doesn't come out that he's a monster at any point, or he's a. Oh, I didn't at, read at anything stage, saying that I he mean, was a method actor or anything like. Method yeah. acting is just code for, <laughs> for I'm an asshole. <laughs> 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 so, uh, but. I think talking it through now, I think that is my main issue with this movie. It doesn't, he doesn't come across as, uh, like, they humanized Thanos and they could not humanize this so, man. So, so, so what you're saying is you're upset that somebody who in real life shot and killed, mil- well, not million, no, but a, a bunch a lot of, of people, people. Um, isn't likable? <laughs> no. no that, someone that shot and killed a lot of people came off as more robotic. <laughs> it's weird because I see it completely differently. Yeah. Right? And maybe it's because of how I perceive it. Right? Which isn't necessarily that they don't humanize him. But one of the things, and I mean, you'll see this quoted a billion times all over the internet once you get into like the community of people talking about movies constantly. Um, one of the things, and I, inher- I generally agree with this statement. Um, I don't think I've, I don't think I can point to anything that breaks this statement in my mind. Um, one of the things that films generally does is it, is it inherently builds empathy, right? Whenever, whenever you spend time with a character enough, you inherently want to empathize with them. Right. And, it's it, this. This now comes to my problem with this movie, and I, I did not enjoy this movie. <laughs> um, but it's 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 almost. I feel like the Douglas effect of movies, which sits has me gobsmacked as to how Douglas is the one who's going to talk about how he likes this movie, where <laughs> me and Damon are going to be the ones being like, "What the shit?" Yeah. Um, where because when I looked up this movie, I now went, "Oh, that's what this movie is about." <laughs> um, from scene one to scene end, my brain was doing as much as possible to not empathize with mm-hmm. Martin, right? Um, because, as I say, the movie, any movie, once you focus on a person, mm-hmm. you inherently want to empathize with them, right? Um, and you may not want to empathize with them to say like, oh, Martin was a good person, mm-hmm. but you might want to empathize with him to be like, oh, he had problems. And only if the system had done better to work on his problems, 
this situation wouldn't have happened, right? If his if if they were if they were better equipped to deal with his mental issues, this situa- something else would have happened. And I spent the entire of this movie doing everything in my power to not have that that mm-hmm. happen because like my brain already knowing what's unlike you, Damien, I I didn't know the specifics of the story at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. It was only when I looked up what Douglas had said, we're all going to talk about this movie. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? um, and I was I literally sitting there and I, I can see the paintings of any other movie we can pick to talk about um, where you talk about we need to talk about Kevin. And you say like we, we look at it through the perspective, the eyes of Tilda Swinton. We don't look at it through the perspectives of mm-hmm. Kevin. You can talk about um Let's talk about dumb action movies, right? You can talk yeah. about Die Hard, right? Yeah. And you can see that you're looking at it through the perspective of the hero, not the villain, right? Where they are, they're, they don't know what the villain is doing. They just see all the crazy shit going on, right? So you, don't, you never empathize with the bad guy in that situation. Right. Um, and so throughout the entire runtime of this movie, my brain is seeing the movie wanting for, my, wanting for me to think about the things that could have happened, right? The things that could have been better. But at the same time, and I think this is a point to the filmmaker, one of the things that he did, quote unquote, right? And you guys have mentioned it already, of not showing the event itself, right? right? Um, What little he did show, right? Um, He doesn't, because he doesn't glorify the event in any way. He's just kind of, in his own way, presenting the facts and, um, I, I think it's his point to it all is to talk about gun control and just not necessarily Martin himself. Like he wants us to think about gun control itself as how how this all could have changed. But like I'm sitting there with this movie, just yeah. actively being upset at it, yeah. right? Actively just being like, why? No, I refuse movie. I and then you. sitting there thinking to myself, how is Douglas the one to pick this one? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, so Andrew, essentially, you're having the same problem. You're having the problem with this movie um, that I had with, I think the name of it was American Animals, where they try very hard to make you feel bad for these children that did this we're horrible just, thing. Yeah, they were just monsters. Yeah. That's the library one. Pretty They're much. Like, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> library uh, robbery. And I can't remember yeah. if somebody actually died, but mm-hmm. it definitely um, uh, mm-hmm. negatively affected a lot of people's yes. lives and pretended to be the victims. Mm-hmm. And I was very upset about that movie. Yes. <laughs> so I, I didn't want them to be like, hey, you know, if someone had stepped in, things could have been better. Like, I just thought that, I don't know, like, given, I don't know if more context would have helped. I don't know. I just, there's just this sense that he, listen, I, listen, I know people are bad people. I'm not. Listen, I'm a very cynical man. <laughs> Trust me when I say <laughs> I think a lot of people who regular people think are okay people are absolute monsters and we just give them a free pass but uh he i think they they took the long road to paint this man as a monster and just nothing else like and maybe 
maybe that's the type of person I didn't go back and rewatch any other like uh, old footage of night, like because a lot of people spoke to this lunatic. Yeah, um, I didn't actually check, but um, I feel like it, it it would be on brand if that they started the movie with some footage of a, a young child who clearly is supposed mm-hmm. to be him. I'm talking about um, the aftermath of a fire that he caused. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's actually him in real life. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just like, for whatever reason, this movie just didn't with me, didn't click in. Um, But yeah, listen, I can see. I know I'm definitely leaning hard on the fact that the I can acting see, was yeah. was superb, right? It, that is that is really where I think this this movie right. lives and dies. Movies me. like this is weird because I see the ta- like the talent is in front of mm-hmm. me. Sorry, be front of me, <laughs> <laughs> but I it's just not. I don't have any problems with the actors. I don't have any problems really with people telling this kind of story but and it wasn't obtuse which was my very big issue with elephant where i don't know what you guys saw or what you guys watch because that movie sucks <laughs> balls but <laughs> i have lost that fight <laughs> it's a hard two to one <laughs> and the one my colleagues pretend does not exist <laughs> is a two <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. I think people should watch this movie, though, even though I didn't like it. Um, just to see the acting on display. I mean, sometimes. I know, like to, to be honest, I am now because of this movie very excited to watch anything that he's in. Oh yeah, I mean, this, right? We so, were before, so before, but you see, the thing I was before. No, yeah. <laughs> Before I didn't really have a reason to mm-hmm. to like him the way I liked him, right? Yeah. Like, sure, he played some his broad yes. characters, some out there and, character. and that is easy to fake, right? I that's guess. that's easy to 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 make me feel like I like you because uh-huh. you're weird. You, I, yeah, yeah, you know, the, I like the character. You just happen to be, you know, mm-hmm. putting on something weird. But in this, he did the work, and yeah. um. I think no, the talent is there. The talent is there, and I can't wait to see what what else he does with can't it. Wait I hope to see him. I, he, he seems like a weird guy, though. He seems like he could be um, one of those that you can't wait to boy. see him as Hulk <laughs> that man in the next Marvel movie, the next series of Marvel movies. Is not what you graduate to at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he needs to stay as his X Men character. Right. Oh, that's yeah, right. That. He was the feather guy, right? <laughs> he was Banshee. He was the yeah. winged guy. Uh, in, he wasn't. He wasn't the feather. He wasn't angel. He was. He was a flying person. Right. Yeah. He flew. Um, uh, he was Banshee. In and first he had class. the thing in his chest. That's true. Why? <laughs> those movies. Some of those movies were. Man, I'm good. so upset that I I recently uh, did not finish, but started mm-hmm. watching that movie and realized I hate that movie. Which one is that? First class. Oh no, you, that's that's impossible. That movie's too good. It's it's a mixed bag. It's a movie's too it's, good. It's, Watch it it's again. a movie. Oh like, no, I'm not, I'm not guessing. I really do love that movie. I think that I think I think First like a of lot all, of movies that we love. Like if you focus on the good parts right. enough. First like, of all, Jorge is the <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> um, One of the things that I find fascinating when I rewatch that movie is that. If, if if you focus on the Xavier versus Magneto, it's incredible. Yeah. Right? 
if you think about it as a movie to launch these children in, no, it's not a good yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. If I think about it that way, then no. But if I think about it the way I like watching movies, then yes, very much I like. Also, it has the best superhero death I've ever seen in any movie. The I'm going to move the coin thing is still spectacular. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Um, so moving on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're here to talk, to begin our, our, tr- our journey into Brazil. Um, as we're Same. here to talk about the 1964 film The Guns, directed by Rui Guerrero. I have no clip. I have no clip. He has no clip. I have no clip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, clipping, <it's>, clipping. <laughs> also, also, his Spanish is terrible. Yes. yes, yes I mean, I mean, muy terrible. Yeah. Also, I mean, they don't speak Spanish. Oh, yes. Yeah. Got there, we go, there we go. There we go. There we go. I left it alone because I know that there's there's something coming here. Because if if he didn't catch that, I'd be like, you've been watching football for all of your goddamn life. So how do you not know that Brazil doesn't speak Spanish? Clearly they speak Brazilian. Exactly. Obviously, (laughs) stupid man. One of my friends here Mm. who I met in the the school, in the program I did, Mm. um, he's from Brazil. Mm-hmm. And I said to him once, stupidly, I'm like, my Spanish isn't great. And he's like, that's okay. We don't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're still Andrew. Somewhere deep down, you're still Andrew. Like, like, put it this way. If yeah. I had said to him, if I had done it 10 times, nine uh-huh. times, I would have said Portuguese. Yeah. The 10th time I messed up. And it's just uh-huh. like, uh-huh. he caught me on it. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Uh-huh. That's funny. That's funny. Incredible. Um, I mean, if if you want to try and dig that hole even deeper, you could be like, yeah, but Portuguese sounds a lot like Spanish, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Anyways. Wow. You could Anyways. Yeah. The guns. Of Navarone. Pow, pow. No. No? Although it was around the same year. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Around the same time period. Go. Not guns yeah. of Navarone thing. Happened. Anyway, I will let you folks um, have at it with this one. I, I tried. Yeah, I started. Oh boy, you tried um, as in as in you couldn't do it, or you literally didn't had no want time. to either way. So it's a bit of both, actually. Um, <laughs> I started watching it late last night, mm-hmm. and okay, all right, cool. You started because, last night. Oh right. boy, mm-hmm. um, and then I said, "All right, I'm going to watch this thing before the podcast." And apparently, um, my time and your time are different, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you had us starting an hour before i thought we were actually going to start mm-hmm. uh but yeah i i watched the first say 15 minutes of this movie and what i will say is this five still, zero or one five one five okay i still don't understand what is going on like literally to me mm-hmm. these people are saying words mm-hmm. and those words don't form intelligible um concepts yes mm-hmm. subtitles and weren't great i am not right? sure at what first, is happening at first i thought they were doing that intentionally for like the first person who spoke where they're like oh mm-hmm. his in- his his not his english his mm-hmm. his general literacy just isn't great mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um and then as the movie went on, i'm like oh no these subtitles just ain't great um, yeah <laughs> and maybe maybe that helped but i wasn't even thinking about that you know i wasn't even talking about whether they were saying things like you know your base are for us or whatever mm-hmm. because i i actually didn't notice um that there was anything terrible with the grammar or anything like that i just meant literally 
and again, perhaps this helps because if you don't um, have it 100%, then, then the meaning might not get out there. But it just didn't, what was happening didn't make sense. I, I, I like within the first 15 minutes, I'm supposed to be able to say, okay, um, this has happened. A, a man petted a dog and then the dog bit him because, you know, dog bites man, whatever. I, and then I he murders everyone. Cause... Exactly. I, I couldn't tell you that. I don't, I did. It, I felt like they were speaking another language. <laughs> I felt like I was watching. Um, I felt was like it I was Spanish, <laughs> probably um, mm-hmm. because my Spanish is not muy bueno. Uh-huh. But um, Sorry, I do you mean not good? <laughs> I, I, I felt like I was watching um, an anime without subtitles wow. and had to figure out from what the people were bit. doing what was happening. A little um, bit of that. Anyways, to, yeah. to, to tell people what this movie is actually about and to fill Douglas in Please. to let him know what he missed out on. Um, this this movie takes place in a in an extremely poor region of Brazil, a north in the north of Brazil, and it, it is about a, a poor town where everyone is starving, and at the same time, with everyone starving, the military has been brought out to protect the food rations. So that people just don't steal the food that yeah. the people are starving of not eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just one of these films in which you just kind of watch on as the town goes further and further into desperation. And that tension creates between the military and the people. And you follow on through the stories of like two or three characters that we watch on. Um, which I'm going to be honest, I probably couldn't tell you the names of those characters outside of there's the the suave truck man Mm -hmm. (laughs) the soldier Um, man and the lady person yeah like i Mm -hmm. couldn't tell you the names of the characters i'm gonna be honest with you um and you have a couple of the side characters but that's basically the gist of what the movie is and i agree with you very much douglas in that it takes a long time for the movie to make clear what that idea is it very much just kind of exists like even when they talk about the fact that the military is coming to protect the food um, it's never really said in a way where they're like, oh, this is like the antagonist of the movie, where like the military is going to be like the oppressor of the town, um, and they're here for this nonsense reason. Um, they even kind of cut away to like this one group of people who are who are worshipping a cow mm-hmm. throughout the movie, and it's kind of just happening, right? Um, and it never really makes sense until literally the end of the movie when the cow dies. I mean, right? you said the cow dies. <laughs> Did the cow die, Andrew? Well, he died at knife blade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you have an entire town of people mutilating this cow yes. to get meat. Yep. Right, because they're literally people are screaming "free meat," yep. and like people are just rolling up with their knives. Yes. Right. Um, and it's it's insane. Um, I think this movie tries really hard to make one of those kind of stories where like you can feel the tension of things just getting worse and worse and people trying and trying and then it just bursts, right? But and I I, I think I can I think one of the movies I can think of to kind of go beside this, which probably isn't a great fit because it is more of like its own thriller esque story as people are trying to do stuff, is the wages of fear, right? Um, where like, while there's still the truck driver element going on, like you still have that town element of like the people versus their, their government. 
Um, it, it feels almost weirdly enough. It feels almost like a Louis Bunuel film of of the of the the structure of it, rather rather than the specifics. Um, was this a movie I liked? No, um, it was very confusing, and at times, partially due to the bad subtitles, I just had to kind of go with it, which is actually an interesting thing to play with, where you don't understand the words of a of a movie, just figure out what you can kind of thing from what's going on. Um, oh, which, you mean anime? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, anime, anime for us when it was the late nineties when we yeah. when we just see things on TV and it wouldn't yeah. be subtitled or we download yeah. it and we wouldn't get a subtitle. Sci-fi like, or the you movie to... channel was just like, "Yo, dog, you want to see some anime?" <laughs> and it's like, "Yes, please." <laughs> Like, you're going to tell me what's happening? No, no. you will not. <laughs> you're the one who decided to stay up to 3 a.m. for yeah. this. Yeah. So you get to watch it with the Japanese track and no yeah. subs. <laughs> Good luck, though. Up yourself. <laughs> um, there'll be an action scene in here somewhere, so hopefully you'll feel okay about this Although, later. I will say, watching Macross Plus after the fact, it was better when I didn't understand <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> When you thought there was like a, a cool story yeah. going on in the background. Yeah. 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 Before it turned oh. out to just be politics. So you're just like, oh, I've not watched Macross in so long. You shouldn't. It's bad. I shouldn't. Um, but yeah, um, the guns. Um, it's like, it's the beginning of our Sinanovo. And I mean, it's not a great start. But at the same time, I don't feel deterred. I don't, I don't watch this movie and I'm immediately like, oh, we're in for some bad shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, all right, so I will start with what is good because Andrew has shot all over this movie. <laughs> um, this movie reeks of old movie ideas, but in a strange way, I quite enjoyed some of the old movie ideas. Uh, I enjoy. Truckman is awesome. Yeah, and I also enjoy watching a movie where it is clear that only one camera is present. <laughs> where everyone has to move into view of the camera. I I don't I don't know if it is a nostalgia thing or I just haven't seen it for so long, but it is it was nice to watch people painstakingly create shots and watch people move in and out of frame and watch people like try and move what I assume was an unwieldy camera through certain things and you're like oh yeah there's a time people like to have a conversation one person had to stand so close to the camera and talk to someone that is behind them so that they can like you're just like no one actually talks like this but i miss seeing this in movies (laughs) just two people in frame one close one far away having a conversation and there was a, like there is a scene where um, the police man, this military man, and the neighborhood um, girl, who she is the sexiest girl he's ever seen or whatever, uh, they run off into this hallway slash underground like tube thing, and they have the most. Uh, emotionless uh, kissing I've ever seen <laughs> committed to film and I quite enjoy watching two people with 
barely any chemistry. Pretend, <laughs> you know. Um, but as Andrew said, the truck man is doing the heavy lift. He's not in enough of the movie, but he he's fun. And listen, this he, movie. He oddly enough reminds me of the the bad guy from the last season of break of, of um better call Saul and the father in hawkeye um i don't know why maybe it's like the mustachioed nature yeah. of that man like the grease he- <laughs> i have to say i really like his character in um hawkeye um he is fun and thank you for reminding me i forgot he was that guy in better call Saul. yeah, yeah. That, when um, when that show was going on the hawkeye was going yeah. on i'm like i know his face <laughs> yeah and you're right actually now that i think about it as it's coming back to me he also is pretty awesome in, yes. in, in, in um let's call Saul. He, uh he embodies a greasy charlatan <laughs> uh, it is spectacular uh where this movie is let down is also in its own movie itis where someone made a movie and did not bother to piece the story together <laughs> in this movie uh, Douglas there is the towards the end um, in a fit of anger I'm putting that in quotations because I have no idea because this movie is not very clear uh, <laughs> the greased man gets a gun and starts attacking the military and is gone down, and then the military leaves, and but you don't know if that precipitated them leaving uh, because the movie didn't bother wasting its time to tell you. And then the thing that you weren't sure had anything to do with anything that is sprinkling throughout the movie is people worshiping cow, and you're like, all right, they worship the cow, and then they proceed to murder and eat the cow. And then the movie just ends. Like, I mean, if you think about it, that not that communion? Sure. <laughs> but the graphic nature of the co-murder <laughs> wow. is definitely unnecessary. <laughs> and beer... And has... Douglas, let me tell you how little this has to do with the movie. Uh-huh. Like, come up with a number that is small and then go even lower than that. <laughs> Whatever that percentage is what the call has to <laughs> If they didn't set it up in the beginning, you even know that this is something. It, this movie is... It is nonsense. But I did not hate this. The thing that Andrew said is true for me as well. Where I don't... I didn't watch this movie in fear of what the rest of this marathon is. I watched this movie being like, listen, this movie ain't great. But uh, there seems to be... There's a style to this movie, and I mean, this is a popular thing that people keep saying, um, and I uh, apologize for the old folk listening to this. This movie has uh, good vibes. It has a good vibe. So, yeah. I like, say we remake it with the guy from Better Call Saul and Hawkeye yeah. as, the, as the truck man. Yeah, and, and, and have it make even less sense. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is it sad that like now mm-hmm. good vibrations is stuck in my head that song oh that wasn't the song um that is in my head mm-hmm. uh, there's another song stuck in my head that is worse mm-hmm. than your song mm-hmm. 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 
Uh, for the podcast listening people, Douglas is listening to Music Soul Child on his computer. Yeah, it's in random and music happens to be in my music. Sure it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's randomly playing all of his tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that looks like Winamp. Is it Winamp? It is Winamp, yes. Oh, beautiful. Yes. It with so, the llama's ass. I don't know if you've heard. Yes, yes, I've heard. I've heard. Oh. If only there was a good MP3 player anywhere. There, there is one. It's called Winner. <laughs> <laughs> it's from 1984. <laughs> the other day I installed Winamp on my computer. Of course you did. <laughs> and uh, I looked up and I saw that somebody had bought Winamp. Yeah, for And like they're the currently planning time. like a new big version release. Oh, really? Which they had oh, been wow. planning from before yeah. the pandemic, uh, before the lockdowns. And this had this had like slowed things down, and so I'm 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 like I need I have now have Google alerts because I want to see Winamp news of when this huge new version release will happen. Why are you Why are you building yourself up for disappointment? Just use the <laughs> Winamp. Listen, Winamp one point five was the best Winamp. We didn't have to go any further. Sometimes <laughs> you just build the perfect piece of software, and you should just leave it. <laughs> yeah. You get some skins. I like a red and brown skin. I'm partial no, to that. it's all about the Calvin and Hobbes skin. No, absolutely um, not. I don't want any pictures. I, I found a website, because I was looking for skins for Winamp, and then I just decided to leave it at the default. But I found a website with all of the skins, and I forgot what mm-hmm. skinning Winamp used to look yeah. like. Oh, boy. It is abysmal. It really is. If you hate your eyes <laughs> or your ability to use the interface of Winamp, <laughs> can I introduce you to skins? <laughs> <laughs> some crackhead made <laughs> you can't navigate anything because the buttons are the same color as the skin it's like you idiots and they're all disgustingly ugly yeah <laughs> every single one oh lord <laughs> truly terrible uh we're old it's it's official it's depressing yeah um, so moving along to what i've been watching oh because, I don't know, we're in Winamp talk, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to start out with a movie that I know Douglas has watched, so he can be upset at me. Um, I watched X. Yeah, I saw um, this movie, too. The, the latest film from one Mr. Ty West, mm-hmm. um, in which um, Damien, I'd like to guess DMX. the plot of this. That's the DMX biopic? <laughs> nope, not yet. <laughs> um, I want you to guess no. the plot of this. Ty West directed it. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. A group of children, mm-hmm. not children, young people, yes. um, go off to a farm uh-huh. to film a pornographic film. Yeah. Yes. What and happens then, next in a Thai West movie? Well, obviously, uh, what happens next is yeah, murder. pimps their rights. Yes. Right? Yeah. Murders happen. <laughs> yeah. And, basically. And then, and then they have to stop from being murdered. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a I horror assumed, slashery yeah. whatever movie. I assume the, the murderer is some old white man. Uh, yeah, all right, yeah. All right cool. Yep. <laughs> yep. And he has taken, let's say, religious objection to what the young people are doing. Mm, yeah. Oh, so I've seen this movie. Right? <laughs> cool. I'll watch this movie. <laughs> um, 
I think I'm finally kind of over Ty West. Oh, like, I know, I'm, like, I'm not saying this movie was capital B terrible. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. But, capital B terrible. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm putting that on a shirt. You're holding on right there. You, sure, you have to make sure to make the B's capital. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the rest of the word. Yeah. Capital B terrible. All right. Cool. Um... <laughs> Um, but at the same time, like this movie was over and I was very much like, yeah, I wasted my time. Like I didn't need to really watch this. It was, it was whatever. I'm very glad um, you watched this because now I have something to put on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll chime in here and. <laughs> Reluctantly agree with Andrew. The, the pain, I didn't really <laughs> the pain in Douglas's voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm agree big... Douglas that it's not capital B terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not that bad. Um, and he's definitely. You see, the thing is, he's swinging for the fences, and he's definitely trying to do something specific, right? It feels like. Um, do you remember Grindhouse, Damien? Yes. This feels like Ty West wanted this to be included in that uh, collection uh, of films. Uh, this ain't as good as Grindhouse. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> obviously not. But, but he intentionally, intentionally made this movie look, look like it was under budget. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of the, the things are there with, you know... Uh, poor taste in acting. Um, and, and it actually becomes even worse when they're filming the the people filming the porno it's 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 oh. it's bad mm-hmm. but but it's all obviously intentional right um and there are things i suppose that you know you you can point to like that where you say oh he's trying to do this or whatever but yeah it at the end of the day i did not really enjoy this movie um i am not there fully with andrew in the sense of leaving this guy on the lurch because this is really the first time that I've had such a bad experience with him. Um, and the thing that upsets me though, is that he makes one movie every 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, you know, the last my, movie, my thing isn't necessarily that it's that he makes one movie, mm-hmm. right? Like every one of his movies, like young people go mm-hmm. to a place and they're murdered by religious cultists. No, no, <laughs> not. I mean, the, the last Western movie was not that at all. In the Valley of Violence. Yeah, in the Valley of Violence. I know you guys hate that movie. Yeah. Oh, but, I forgot about that one completely. Um, but I love that movie and it definitely is not that. I mean, a, a, a guy goes to a place and a lot of people end up getting murdered, but it's more Western-y than it is horror-y. Right, um, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> My brain has only remembered the horror ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but he's you know, and he's made a couple a couple bangers. Right, there's the one. Am I right in remembering that Greta Gerwig is in the one with the house? Yeah, the the yeah. the house with the devil or something. Yeah, the house devil. of the devil. Uh, um, which it's it's the one that keeps me coming back. Where I'm like, yeah. oh, I want to, but no. And I think we've said this about just franchises in general. Mm-hmm. No, my brain is trying to tell me, was that movie good, Andrew? <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> I've not seen it since it came out. In I'm looking it up now. It came out in '09, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so but I no, I, I I can I can vouch for the fact that I perhaps blindly um, still love that Western movie. I watch it uh, every once in a while. I'm pretty sure I've watched it recently within the last year or year and a half or so. 
I mean, Ethan Hawke, come on. <laughs> come on, come on. And, yeah. and, and I have to tell you, John Travolta does some, some serious travolta in that movie. I that's do what, enjoy that. Yeah, that's what he does. It's not acting. <laughs> no, it's not. It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely not. Yeah. So, so, all right. Recently, I went down a shitty YouTube rabbit hole mm-hmm. of watching old interviews of John Travolta and Nicolas Cage when they were doing press for Face Off. Oh, right? Yes. And it is hilarious to watch mm-hmm. them just go back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. I generally have found it just uninteresting to see people do press for their movies actively because they lie a... Because it's marketing. They, they want you to go and watch a movie, right? Yes. Um, so, but at the same time, occasionally you can find it somewhat entertaining. And weirdly enough, having the distance where I'm like, all right, this is not an active marketing at me where uh-huh. someone is like, you should go and watch the new Nick Cage movie. <laughs> I'm like, it, see, it entertained me to watch those things again. Um, again, as if I saw them at the time, but whatever. Um, yeah, the next thing I want to talk about, which... I'll move past quickly, um, is I finally watched a movie that I've been meaning to watch for a very long time, um, Afterlife, which is one of Corriedo's more revered films. I don't know if either of you have seen it or heard of this movie. Um, it's, I don't uh, think I've seen it, but I mean, it's Corriedo, come on. Yeah. It's a story about Afterlife. Right, it's, it's set in an office building in which basically these office workers engage the people who have just died right and there's this process that these people must go through when you've just died where you come to this office and you stay there for a week and within the time you are there you must select one memory that you want to remember forever right and then the office workers will film a rendering of that memory with you and then you move on to whatever is next um right um so it's very much a contemplative film as most of Corriere's movies are um it continues to be films about broken families as it becomes about the office family in this story of them interacting with you, with each other as you discover things about them and who they are and what where they exist in this world that Corriere has made in the story and it is it's one of these movies that makes you want to kind of think about your life and wonder what memory would you choose? Um, and there are moments in it that are sweet. There are moments in it that are great. There are also moments where I'm just like, it's a little too muted for me. And I just didn't, I didn't leave this movie with me being like, Oh, I found a new favorite Corriere film. Um, I see a lot of good things about this movie, and I, I think Damien might actually like this movie a lot, as it deals as as you kind of ending. It's not just about the people finding these memories and you kind of reliving these sweet, tender moments, but it also he also creates his own drama between characters and entwines it into those memories, which is really cool. But at the same time, as I said, not my new favorite Corriere. Um, so yeah, I mentioning that on the side and here now I get to TV shit. Um, Douglas's favorite category, (laughs) um, guys, I watched severance. Have you guys watched severance? I've watched the first two episodes. Nah. Um, where is your, where's your heat check on severance Douglas? Um, I think it's okay. It's definitely an interesting concept and it's something that I want to come back to and finish and decide if I really like it. 
Severance is one of those shitty, terrible shows <laughs> um, where it's not shitty because it's bad, right? It's shitty because throughout the whole runtime of the show, like I think it's nine episodes for the season, right? Throughout the entire of the show, I felt myself continually just wanting to figure out why I was interested in it. Right? Like, it, it teased me in a weird way where you're kind of like, I don't know if I'm actually enjoying this show, but somehow I want to know more. And I can't explain it more than that. <laughs> um, and by the time it gets to the end of the season, I am so invested in this fucking show <laughs> <laughs> that I am upset at it that <laughs> I, I got through all of it. Like, there's lots of silly shit. Like people love to put up gifs of um, Milchek dancing because there's like a point where he does a, a dance thing and their characters are dancing. Um, Chris Walken is in this show and he's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And Adam Scott is great. I I love. I don't know his name. I only know him as the guy who's in two Marvel movies as a per- random person. Oh, um, yeah, the, yeah. His name is, I can tell you, Cherry is his last name. Zach Cherry. Zach Cherry. Zach I know Cherry. this because actually, you know what? I'm going to talk about this. Right. Um, I love him. He's great. And Totoro, Totoro, I feel it is good in this show, but he's not a showy good. Right. Um, Totoro is always great in anything he's yeah, but, you know, Totoro, like, he can be very showy. You know, let's talk about the Jesus. Um, and <laughs> and he's... He's hmm? pretty good in the Batmans. Oh, you've watched it, too? Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw that movie, like, when it came oh, out. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I just saw it. I have not watched it yet. Yeah. Um, I shall watch it this week at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a lot of Marvel movies coming up, right? You know, you're going to have to go to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of them. Is that theater Carib? You know Thor is coming. Is Thor playing in a theater that is not Carib? Yeah, but Douglas, I, me and you need to sit down and watch I Thor. Douglas, both of us need to watch Thor. Thor? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's no. true. Yeah, that trailer. Jane is, is the mighty Thor. I actually haven't watched a trailer. I, I tend not to watch trailers for those. I things. mean, it's like, this yeah. is what, this is one of the few where. Uh, because of the director. Like, the trailer oh, yeah. is not giving away anything. Yeah, exactly. the, the trailer is just, this is what this movie is going to be. It is going to Would be Would you like stupid. more jokes? Yeah. There you go. This I'm sure that's all it is. Stupid. <laughs> if yeah. you know anything about movies happening, you know everything that's in that trailer already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, Severance, like... I do like it. And I, I feel like it's one of those series where I kind of wish it was just a three-hour movie. And I feel like it would have been a great three-hour movie. Right? Um, but I still do like it a lot. And I'm, I can't wait for the second season to see more. Because I feel like that last episode did a lot for me. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't hear the expanse. <laughs> yeah, I haven't started that one yet. It's um, <laughs> Peaky Blinders? Nope. Next on the list is Attack on Titan, which I've come here to air my grievances on Attack on Titan. Um, guys. Did we talk about this like 14 years ago? Attack on Titan has been going on for a while. I've mentioned it before, haven't I? Yeah, but I, right? I remember you and told I've gone me through- to watch it. I've gone through the ups and downs 
of like good and bad Attack on Titan. Uh huh. And I still think Attack on Titan is good Attack on Titan right now. My problem with it is very much that they fucking don't understand the, the definition of the word final. Ah. Right? I came back and they were like, Andrew, this is the final season. Mm-hmm. That was last year. And then they finished and they're like, I know we said it was the final season, but we have the final season part two mm-hmm. coming next year, which was this year. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm all right. And then it finished and they're like, no, we have a final season part three coming. All right. Look, no, guys, I think I like look, all right, look, no, guys. I changed my mind. <laughs> I think I, I wish I was there when they did this. <laughs> yeah. Look, guys. I'm on board. You guys need to, uh, you can call it season four, five, and six. You don't have to tell me it's the final season. What if they just added final to every season? So this is the final, <laughs> final. The final, final, final. <laughs> the final, 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 final season. <laughs> Guys, this is this is not what I asked for when I said give me more anime people. I did not need this final joke going on. It's pretty good though. Um and the last thing I'll talk about is Damien's favorite show, um Spy X Family. <laughs> which is now running. I have I have one grievance to air with Damien on this show. There's not enough of it, right? I agree. Sure. I think they made a bad sequencing because it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you get the child before you get the wife? Damien uh, Simple. This to be. Simple, because he was like, uh, I don't like to have other people in my way. The only thing I need to get a child into school is the child part. <laughs> and then realize quickly, no, dog, this ain't going to work. Um, uh, There's only two episodes so far. Yeah. Um, also, I, I much his, enjoyed the second a lot more than yes, the first. Yeah, the first. Like even in the comics, the first episode, the first chapter, you're just like, I mean, people say they like this, but I think they might be wrong. And then quickly you're like, no, everyone is right. <laughs> everybody is right about the show. Um, yeah, uh, she is my, she's my favorite character. I think in anything, right? <laughs> um, Douglas, he should. I know, I know you don't have the time because I have seen you. But uh, if you do find the time, whether the anime or the comic book, it doesn't matter. You should spend some time and get into Spy Family because it is. There's not often a lot of special things in any. Like you remember when I came, I'm like, yo, dog, the expanse. I don't usually come with the force ooh, ooh. often. This is expanse level. Um, it is recommendation. Yeah, this ooh. is it ooh. is special, special. Damien, FYI, Douglas, it's on Hulu. You can watch yeah. it on Hulu. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, reading, like I thought they would run out of juice at some point because they're like a couple chapters in, and there's a point where like things are going basically according to plan, and you're like all right, they might be running out of steam. And then they go on a boat, and you're just like, oh, no, I'm wrong. These people these people know exactly what they're doing. This is spectacular. Um, and because it is not a... It is not a power fantasy. So nothing is... A st- like, these two people are... The mother and the father, they're spies. 
but they do not set up what their, their, the limits of their abilities are. So at any point, they just start making shit up. And it is always spectacular. And the foil to it is a um, child that is a telepath. But she's also a child, so she's stupid. And a dog that can see the future. But the dog is a dog. And so they, they, they're just, they've just come up with a way where they're just like, we can make this show be anything. And they know it. And it is... Uh, listen, I would not recommend this to you if I thought... I'm not Andrew here. I'm not out here trying to push anime on people. <laughs> I'm specifically trying to not do that. Um, Damon, he wouldn't watch One Punch Man, so... Yeah. So, but One Punch... You've seen Dragon Ball Z. You've seen One Punch Man. <laughs> it is it is the peak that, but it is still that. Spy Damon, I have one like question that. for Spy X family. Yes. Should I expect Hinamatsuri level... I listen. I hope so. Okay, <laughs> that is the hope. Um, it's Douglas. It's special. It doesn't like it has some anime trappings, but it doesn't feel like one of these. Um, there's no ghost. There's no power levels. There's no aliens. It is about spycraft, but it is also about raising this child. And it might be some of the funniest shit I've seen committed to anything, any medium in a good long time. Because they just know. They just know what they what they have and they know how. Does a lady kicks a car. <laughs> and it is before she kicks the car, you have no concept that she has the ability to kick a full vehicle. And then you see her do it, and you're like, alright, this should. <laughs> <laughs> this is magic is what this is and I can say that to you comfortably because when if, if you watch it and when you see it happen it is so unexpected out of you like I just told you that and you when you see it you'll just be like holy shit this is yeah it is built for idiots like me and you but it's also just genuinely good I don't know how they did it it's it is something else um uh I have watched nothing. <laughs> I thought Russian Doll would be out by now. Apparently, it comes out on Wednesday. It does come out on Wednesday, but I too, um, uh, I'm kind of excited, looking forward to that. So yeah. I actually just finished watching the whole season. Like right. Now. So yeah. I didn't want to come on and be like, "Hey, I watched." Yeah. Oh, the the thing I did spend. I wasn't some... going to talk about that either, yeah. but since you mentioned it, the thing yeah. I did spend some time watching on Netflix. Um, apart from um, what's his face stand up special, Ronnie Cheng. Ronnie Cheng. Um, I had admitted to you people that I started watching more Space Force. Oh yes, you did say that. Uh, luckily for me, whatever it was that was keeping me here has disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched three episodes and I was just like, "There's not." There's not there's no amount of cocaine that is worth this. Um Andrew, you need to watch Peaky Blinders so that we can finally talk about Peaky Blinders because I, I started really... it and went fuck that show. <laughs> right. But you're wrong, so I need to finish watching Peaky Blinders. Stop being an ass. Um I've, I this is now my second uh, viewing of the final season of Peaky Blinders, and it's spectacular. It but 
weirdly it it got me to watch um the great again um so sorry what um but yeah uh, and i finally watched um moon kinigit kinigit um that show is okay like the first Asta episode Isaac. was really strong. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Like where it's that. been since where it's been since we spoke after the first episode, I agreed it's okay. Yeah. Like I, I think I like more like when they get into the Steven jokes where like he's in like the, the suit suit. Yeah. Right. And uh, like those kind of things so far. I've n- right. I, it's definitely not the greatest Marvel show, but the, the thing, the, yeah. the that's, that's one, one of the type of they, shows that you want to just watch it all yeah. at once. I think you know? the episode one where they did the fade thing, where he like he regained consciousness after the the stuff happened, like that effect is strong. That episode is strong because you are as disoriented as he is. But now that um, it's about politics. And Moon Knight is just out there, out and out. Although I guess there's a third personality in there. Yeah, yeah. There's obviously more more people um, in there. Um, I do really like Ethan Hawke. Yes, yeah, right. But stuff. he's not. He's not the focus of. Yeah, he's not. Right. He's so so creepy, <laughs> and that it is spectacular. But I don't. I do not like the wife in it. Uh, she feels out of place. I don't. She is a person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing. She she brought nothing to yeah. to this. Um, but yeah, I really it it is sports apalooza. There's Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, the NBA playoffs, and so yeah. And the week be- like it was the final week of um, World Cup qualifying the week before, and. I have spent so little time focused on World Cup qualifying that someone messaged me and was just like, Italy won't be in the World Cup. And I went, you people are high. And then watch that match. And woo! <laughs> I, listen, I'm not saying bad minds should be active at all times. But having friends that are Italy fans uh, makes being bad mind. <laughs> oh, Oh, it was I mean, delicious. I think my favorite, <laughs> my favorite World Cup qualification drama to follow is un- again Senegal beat Egypt for like the fifth mm-hmm. time this year. Yeah, right. Yeah, it turns out you need more than one player, unless you're Canada. Canada only has one player. He is very good. <laughs> He's very, very good at football. Um, he is. Yeah. He's quite fast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Douglas, what what say you? All right. Um, so I watched a few things, and I guess I'll just go quickly through. I mean, we've already talked about X. We've talked about Ronnie Cheng, who, by the way, that um, stand-up is amazing. I am going to call out Andrew and say, I know that you don't like that stand-up special, and you are wrong. Uh, and... Oh no, we disagree on comedy. <laughs> I've never heard this before. Ooh. My ears are burning. <laughs> oh, and the rest of Ozark comes out on the 29th. Oh, is it so quick? Oh, that's good. Um, mm-hmm. That is going to be a weekend. Um, I've, I also watched the third 
Tremors movie, which was kind of <laughs> garbage. Uh, oh but, you know, as, as expected. Uh, n- now, to kind of tie off the, the shit side of the um, stuff that I'm watching, uh, my favorite nephew mm-hmm. uh, got me Speed for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I rewatched Speed and I love that movie. <laughs> it is so fucking good. It really is great. Um, and the thing that caught me though, it was. Sandra Bullock that... hasn't aged since the 90s? Well, actually, that's something <laughs> that I, I, I thought of. And actually, so I know that, that John Wick is still out there, John Wick. Yeah, it, but he's but old. He looks old. Yeah, he... And I looked it up. And um, he and Sandra Bullock are actually exactly the same age. Mm-hmm. And she looks like she's a 20-year-old. Yeah, she... And he looks like he's... He looks like he looks good for 50. Yes. He doesn't look like he's, you know, yeah. actually looking yeah. that great. Uh, um, he looks like he has yeah. aged. She's still <laughs> in movies with Channing Tatum. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and the last time I saw Keanu Reeves, I'm like, he should lie down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He obviously can do all those things, right? He's, you know, he's, he's, he did knows you, what, what, did you what see that last Matrix is. movie? Yes, I did. Uh, you, you saw his superpower being force push. Let me put out my hands because <laughs> there'll be no Karachi in this movie. Because <laughs> I am oh, old. Boy. But yeah, the thing that actually got me about speed was how different we look now um, in terms of like how the world looks. Uh, they had pay phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, <laughs> even just they, they had buses like yeah. that looked like that. Even just um, the the uniforms that the police, let's call them SWAT team, mm-hmm. wore, just looked so very different from a regular sort of movie policeman yeah. for, from today. And so I'm starting to know, feel old, where mm. movies that you know were around or, or i don't feel are really old yeah um, because they were i guess my teenage excuse me my teenage years are now starting to date themselves yeah. and that is um yeah. that's, they, that's they had to drive up and get a mobile telephone unit onto the bus oh man and you're just like oh you mean a cell phone dog <laughs> and you're just like we don't know what to talk about <laughs> all right so um apart from that um, there's a few things that we definitely need to Did you watch Connie after? No, I did not. Uh, I still. Oh, I love True Lies. I should have I put Connie in the box. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been forced to watch it and be like, hmm, let's see. Um, Wait, I do right, not like Connie. Yeah, I'm the one. Yeah. I love and all the, the other ones, but I don't on like Connie. to not like that yeah. movie. Yeah. You're weird. Um, so, so, okay. Uh, a few things to talk about. Um, just to say, I watched The Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just finished it um, maybe an hour or so ago. I really like that movie. Yeah. Um, that movie's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really long. It's really dark. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's as also in really visibly pretty. dark? Yeah, visibly dark. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's, it's all, uh, so, holy shit, I can't wait to watch it on a good TV, dog. Yes, yes. So right. it sounds like it's not perfect for streaming. <laughs> Actually, well, I guess it depends no, on man, your internet not. connection because when I watched it on HBO Max, it actually looked quite good. It's not... When you... Like, it's dark, but it is intentional. Like, it's not like you're not supposed to see the things that are in the dark. Yeah. Like, they know what they It is okay. dark, but it yeah. is purpose. It it's is not... not it's not, it's not Game, Game of Thrones. Of Thrones. Yeah. 
where mistakes were made. It is dark because Batman hides in shadows. It's dark and pretty, right. and it will look it will look fine for oh my you, God. right? Um, Listen, and but what I cannot wait to trailer, be honest, it's in the trailer about that Batman that bat car chase thing. Yeah, man, that's good. And there is a Jesus, fight. It looks there good. is a fight in the dark where he fights a bunch of guys with guns and the, just the the, the flashing flash, of yeah. the guns. Oh, it's beautiful. Like the scene. Yeah, yeah. That, that movie is pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I just, of course, right after watching it, I bought the 4K or of pre-ordered course. the 4K disc, mm-hmm. um, and cannot wait to actually see it in proper 4K mm-hmm. on my television. In the man, the most. Ooh, oh, my <laughs> the most um, death. It's gonna be great. Uh, but yeah. Fun movie, Andrew. Um, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Uh, all right. For 8K, mm-hmm. now that Yasinbe has denounced his title of Mosef, can they just put 8K? Can they just <laughs> title it most instead of high depth? <laughs> 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 all right. So um, uh, also, I am here to recommend, I don't think I've spoken about this already, but um, something else I've been watching is Slow Horses. The Apple. Ooh, I Plus. watched the first episode. I have. I, I had it on queue, and I was waiting to finish Severance to go back to it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really good. It's an Apple Plus TV show starring uh, Gary uh, Oldman. Oldman, yes, the the man who is you know very shouty shouty in Leon. Um, he's great. One and, of the, is he a bad guy? No, he's a good guy. Oh, um, but it's, it's a spy show. And oh, he's, so he's the head of spies. Part, part I guess, yeah. Except it's <laughs> he's the head of the the unit that spies go to when nobody wants them because uh-huh. they're either bad or or people just hate them. Mm-hmm. And so he, they're all supposed to be some level of like bumbling buffoons, and they've gotten themselves embroiled in in some shenanigans. Oh, so it's like a comedy. It's actually not a comedy. It's a straight up like drama. It's. I know. I know. Mi five. I know. Is on the case. (laughs) I know. I described it as a comedy. It Uh is not one. Um, I mean, it definitely has that vibe where it's not necessarily going to be a straight comedy, but he'll be making jokes at people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like. I mean, they, they do him in particular. He's he has some lighthearted moments. Like he's he's literally in his office just farting around people and being like, "Hey, you smell that yet?" <laughs> right? Because he knows where he is. He knows right. that he is in the place where spies go to die. Right. right. Um, so he's not trying to do work, um, but now apparently he has to. And I, it's just gotten to the stage where now they're like, "Ooh, we have ourselves a, a, a problem." Um, it's it's really good. Uh, so, so there is that. Um, I also, I guess I'll talk about the interesting thing before I go to the thing that I'm probably going to spend the most time on. Um, I watched something this week that I don't generally talk about, which is I watched a YouTube stream. Sorry, what? A YouTube stream. Not for a minute. Yeah. So YouTube decided... <laughs> YouTube decided this weekend Coachella. to stream Coachella. Yeah, yeah. And um, a lot of it wasn't for me. I didn't actually watch most of it, but I will raise it here because I got to watch Arcade Fire Live mm-hmm. on the opening night on Friday. And it actually wasn't a special performance, but I really enjoyed it because I love Arcade Fire. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm really happy that because it's tied in with them having a new album coming out. Um, and they played a lot of cool songs. And I like... Suburbs still my favorite. 
yes, they, they played suburbs. Um, and so I really like uh, the concept of, of whether it's Hulu, whether it's YouTube, whether it's somebody else. It, was it HBO? No, it wasn't. It was somebody did something for, 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 for RTG. Can't remember who. It was HBO. Yeah. Um, bringing live concerts to me in my bedroom, mm-hmm. especially because I live in a country yeah, where, where it never happened. Yeah, it will never happen. If it is not named um, uh, reggae and dance hall yeah. or country and western, like, it is not coming. Like, right? Art. RTG would need to jump two levels yeah. before they have any shot at coming to Jamaica, where they're so big exactly. and well-known that people are like, hey, come to Jamaica. Exactly. I remember I was surprised when a random person in the office, I heard them listen to RTG, and oh. I was like, sorry, you you know these people? Um, but yeah, uh, the that way, I, I, I really like that. Um, I, I really wish more people would do it. Um, I was kind of sad that I missed a couple of people, Arlo Parks was streamed at one stage, I think. I would have liked her. Um, by the way, if you guys don't have her album or have listened to her, you should. It's really good. What's the name of the album? Arlo, oh, I can't remember the name of the album, but her name is A-R-L-O Parks. Um, and Billie Eilish was there, but I've seen, I've kind of seen Billie Eilish. She's not so great. Um, I just like the music. Um, and I think there were a couple of others that I felt like I, I missed out on, but... I'll try to figure it out, how, how to get access to it later on. Um, but we really have to spend a lot of time on... It's, it's the end of an era, folks. Two landmark uh, television shows ended, one being Killing Eve, which we've spoken a little bit about so far already, so I won't say too much more other than to just to say that I enjoyed my time with it. Um, and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, one I think better than pretty good. I think yeah. it was I, like no, it didn't. Nothing really hit the season one highs. No, it didn't. Um, but it never hit a low point where you're like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So it was consistently good after season one, but holy shit, season one was something else. It really was. And I will say this for the final season, I really like what they did with Eve herself. Eve became a much funner person to watch because she kind of ha- got her own agents, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and and is you know doing the the spy craft and the and the the shoot 'em up stuff and is now actively doing all of that as opposed to kind of what where she started out as, which she was kind of running running around scared, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun to see. Um, and to see her essentially hold her own with Villanelle, right? Right. Um, but I'm not here to talk about this. What I am here to talk about is a long-running show going by the name of Peaky Blinders. Are we ready? Damian White, are yeah. we ready? Because I Andrew, Andrew have caught up it, but Andrew needs all to of it. it. And I have watched. So I started... So first of all, right? By the way, I was... I was only kind of tongue-in-cheek joking about, or half-joking about, about talking about talking one, about season, one season a week yeah. um, on this podcast because we, I think that we would should. be great. I think right? instead of having this conversation, no, because I didn't go back and rewatch all I of the first seasons. actually did, yeah. And I, think, and I would honestly do it again for that. I think <laughs> next week we should come on here, Andrew included. <laughs> I am not going to mandate Andrew to do it. Of course we can. You know. Wait, he's forced us to watch all sorts of madness. <laughs> 
even if him don't like, who cares if him like it? <laughs> We're putting our foot down. No more, no more Brazilian, French, Indonesian, none of that. <laughs> it's all superhero movies. Until we talk about Peaky Blinders. All right, so I'm alright with that. <laughs> You're a monster. I... No, I just, I just don't have time. <laughs> but I, I cannot promise to you that in two weeks I will watch a season of a TV show. It's not that long. It's, it's a six British, episodes. Yeah, it's a British uh, yeah, TV it's, show. It's six hours worth of media, yeah. essentially. Yeah, it's not like 21 episodes of Madness, sir. It, it's a British TV when show. When will it I get time be, to yeah, play Elden Ring? Aha! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, anyway... Um, we haven't done our Elden Ring update. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I won't Murder. speak in too much detail, then, but see. I do. We do need to acknowledge that that it it has been it is the end yeah. of an era. And this this show, and uh, thankfully, it seems like they're making a, another movie or something like that. So I'm happy for that. But this show is is fantastic, and it has been consistently yeah. hitting it out the park. Um, I went back and rewatched five whole seasons in the space of i think six weeks because i, I mm-hmm. started it when the show started and it's six episodes so in the space of six weeks probably five because i actually at the end of that six week closed off with the final episode mm-hmm. um and it didn't feel like a chore it was i i enjoyed every beat the whole way through on and I don't do that. I'm not able to do that a lot with TV shows. I own a lot of movies. I don't own a lot of TV shows. I own this one, and I'm happy that I own this one yes. um, because I know that I will watch it again multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, this show is just stratos- stratospherically good. And, and what what I want to, to say here, and y'all can quote me, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to hear no fights. All right. But I have come to to acknowledge and to realize and i know that there are a lot of people um are going to be like oh they love particularly either tommy shelby Mm -hmm. or arthur shelby because they are the they are probably the yeah the the, the biggest part of the the show Mm -hmm. and they do get to be these gangster ass Mm -hmm. gangsters right and there's something you you always enjoy watching they're the scarface but listen to me Anybody, no, we have been sleeping on Curly this whole time. Curly is probably my favorite <laughs> character in this show. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I wasn't there at first, right? Yeah. I wasn't there when I was watching through the show uh, under normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. But as you watch it uh, the way that I did, just in one go, and you're able to see what this man does in the background, right? So, Andrew, Curly is a side character who gets maybe one minute every other episode, yeah. right? Um, he is a lovable uh, horse wrangler, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. He does um, a lot of the, you know, shit shoveling and, and that kind right. of thing. And he is, um, he is very uh, jovial, right? Mm-hmm. Um, affable. Affable, thank yes. you. Like, you know, his... His lines tend to be something along the lines of, yes, Tommy, I'll go do that. Or or he will say something um, like, he will inform somebody of something. The most sinister thing has happened, but he will inform them in such a 
a, a, a lighthearted, a whimsical mm-hmm. way, you just love him, right? He is, and 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 he's he's actually in the background a lot though because he he tends to be mm-hmm. um on this part this, of this yard, crew. yeah, yeah, and part of the crew, and man, he's amazing. He is. He became my favorite part of the show whenever he came up. Obviously, Tom Hardy too. Like there was a point in I think third season yes. when he showed up, and I got chills. I was just like mm-hmm. in. Um, every part of this show is amazing. Right. Um, and Polly is amazing, obviously, and unfortunately, we we we, we didn't get the chance to to to. It- the, be with her for so the final season. Having seen HBO throw an ungodly amount of money at Game of Thrones and mm-hmm. it become a, a, a widely known disaster. There's no more people trying to defend Game of Thrones after the fact. But I was there when it happened. <laughs> yeah. To be consistently excellent season after season with introducing characters, with wrapping up storylines, with intertwining storylines. It is the thing that people said they love of Game of Thrones, but just done so much better. And sure, there's no fantasy elements. I mean, wait, there's one fantasy (laughs) in this uh, where uh, Tommy is alive. There's no, he should be dead. Oh my God. So (laughs) bad. uh, plot armor has kept him alive many, many times. But it watching a show just it it is the thing that I appreciated about the expanse, and it is the thing I yeah. appreciate about this show, where there's no dips. You watch it and you can have best season, you can have favorite seasons, you can, but when you watch it as a whole, there's no part where you go, boy. This show was better. The story is so compelling and yeah. it's so well crafted that it just drives you forward. And so, even if you preferred certain characters or like a certain thing that happened before, you're so compelled to keep moving forward that you don't feel any variation. The show yeah. is just fantastic throughout. And I don't know what Andrew's talking about. Man, and, and, and for them to, to, to get the sort of caliber or quality that they get out of some of these people, mm-hmm. like, I mean, who would have thought that Sam Claflin, I think is his name, mm-hmm. could be as good as he is? I mean, this is a man who, I, I, I'm sure, you know, um, the same people it required, ca- but who cast Tom Hardy. But I know Claflin as, hey. as Mr. Man who just takes off his shirt in um, the, the games movie, the, the um, Hunger, Games. Hunger Games movie, right? Yeah. But for him to come into this show as Mosley, when, and boy, when people call you and they're like, listen, boy. Now, we need you to act your ass off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, and the stakes are so high they all are. the time. Yeah. Everything I feels just, like it's on a razor's edge. I just looked up Sam Claflin, mm-hmm. and in 2014, he won. He was nominated. He didn't even win for in the MTV Movie Awards. He was nominated for Best Shirtless Performance. There you go. Exactly. That's how I know this man, you know. Mm-hmm. And for him to come here and be like, no, 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 I am an actor. Yes. And, I'm, and to have to 
begrudgingly say yes you are <laughs> right and and that's the thing about this this show as well everybody um puts in the work like in particular Killian Murphy right yes. Killian Murphy and this is something that I really appreciated from season to season to season he clearly created an affectation he created how this character is how he moves there is a specific way that Tommy Shelby walks that is amazing. He looks like he is almost like a bull um, just trodding mm-hmm. down. And it, he has this shape to him that he always has from, from year to year. And, and you have to remember, this show started in like, like a decade ago. Yeah, like so, so long, long ago. Yeah. For, for every season, and each season is, is mostly two or three years apart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, in particular, this one, because the last season was before COVID, I'm sure they took time off for that. Um, First for, episode, 2013. There you so, go. Yeah. Um, for him to, to be able to do that, and the way that he smokes his cigarette, and every time he does his thing with his lips, mm-hmm. and he... Uh, he feels like yeah, a real person. He does. He does. Um, you know, he's this larger-than-life character, and uh, you... He's a monster. So, he is. like, yeah. for you to have any kind of feeling towards him is a testament to how good the acting and the storytelling is. Because he is genuinely a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And most of the people you interact with with this show are terrible people. Yep. But they find ways to get you to... And it's what we spoke about earlier in this podcast. They find ways to humanize these people. Even though you understand what these people are, what they're planning to do, the type of business they're in, you understand all of it. But they find ways to connect those people to what is just standard. This is still a family. He's like, even though he portrays to be this cold blooded um, man who is just, uh, I will think my way out of everything, and uh, everything has to line up. Because this is how efficiency and all of these things. He's still a man. He still has all of the trappings of a powerful man. He still loves his family. He still loves girls. Some that he should love. Some he definitely should not. He has a favorite horse. And he like all of these things. And you watch it and you're just like... I mean, he's still a monster. But somewhere in there is a person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somewhere in there is a scared person that is putting on all of this to prevent the world from seeing what happened to him. Because initially they blame some of this on the war that he participated in, but quickly you realize he was going to be a monster regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it, listen, the show it is Douglas isn't wrong. It is. We really should mark um, shows like this with something more. Um, which is why next podcast <laughs> we will be talking about Peaky Blinders season one. Yeah, sure. I'm um, happy to sit here and lie to you. <laughs> he he shafted us on the X ones as well. You realize? That. Yeah, yeah. No, I promised you by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You'd have watched one episode. (laughs) You'd watch a year to watch an episode of The Expanse. Yeah. 
So a monster. I have one more thing that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, and it's a little off the beaten track. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a piece of media that I have just been inhaling over the last maybe month. Uh, and I don't know if any of you have heard of this. You may have. Uh, I have been listening keenly to a podcast called Dead Eyes. Have you have either of you heard of anything about? Mm-hmm. Okay. So allow me to introduce you to the weirdest concept podcast ever. Um, so this actor by the name of Connor Ratliff, mm-hmm. right? He is. Uh, a, com- a, a comedian. Um, he's not very, clearly very well known. He may show up in a movie here or there, apparently. Um, he has now gotten a little bit of um, notoriety for this podcast. And this podcast is a, a, an investigation mm-hmm. into why Tom Hanks mm-hmm. personally fired this man from the HBO series uh, The Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. And the whole concept is, and why this, this, this podcast has this name, is that when he was fired, they actually told him why he was fired. And they said it was because Tom Hanks personally, because he actually got the job, right? Mm-hmm. They said, we like you, you're hired. He signed on the dotted line, he signed, and they're like, yeah, man, you can come back like a week from now and start, start your acting. Um, then he gets a call and they say, yo, you need to come here quick. Because mm-hmm. Tom Hanks looked at your tapes and he, he needs you to like really come hard because you have dead eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that looking is at a picture of this man. Yeah, that is a concept of uh-huh. this of this of this podcast. And he interviews all sorts of people. He goes into um it, it actually gets really interesting. And the reason why I kind of picked up on this because even that alone I may not have I probably wouldn't have um, yeah. gotten into it but one of the reasons why it crossed my uh, ephemera it crossed, crossed my uh, my space uh, recently is because apparently this brother mm-hmm. convinced finally recently the Tom Hanks himself to sit down with him on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like alright I think if Tom Hanks uh-huh. can hear a story like that and be like, yeah, I'll come and talk to you. Yeah. Perhaps there's something to this yes. show. And I listened to the first episode and I really liked it. Um, he definitely goes at it from a more lighthearted like, way, yeah, I, you know. I, yeah. um, it feels mostly more like a comedy podcast than, than mm-hmm. you know, I am looking a, to get right. some catharsis here, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and there are definitely those moments, and he's definitely looking for it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I w- as with anything, there are ups and there are downs. There are yeah. good episodes and there are not so great episodes. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, I, I really like the show, and he, pro- he, he approaches it um, where he speaks to a bunch of people. The reason why I knew Zach Cherry's name is because Zach Cherry happens to be on this podcast a for a second. Fresh take on podcast. This is a miracle. <laughs> like when did he start this podcast? This podcast started in like right before COVID, so maybe oh, 2019. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, okay. and it's now in its third season. Yeah, so I'm I'm catching up. I haven't quite gotten to Tom Hanks yet. Yeah, but man. I'm close. No man. That's, um, like, and most podcasts are ju- is just this. It's just what we yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, 
but he he it, it feels very much like a, a a true crime podcast um uh but it also feels very much like in a way almost like what's it called murder in the building or something steve martin only and, murders yeah only murders in because the it doesn't take itself a hundred percent seriously right they're serious things um but he approaches it where you, you have fun with it right and you actually do one enjoy yourself and two kind of learn some new things because for example weirdly enough like he has been able to go down some rabbit holes because he ends up being able to broaden um, the whole concept of, of of what he what aspects he needs to, to touch on, and at one stage, I'm actually at the stage where he has he's been talking to the main writer of Band of Brothers, mm-hmm. and um, he actually has uncovered like more information about the person that he was supposed to play and mm-hmm. about the generally the people that are are, are described in the Vanda Brothers um, show than that guy. Like he 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 found that there was like mistakes and they're like, no no, the guy he thought in the picture was this person is actually not because we found all of his family and we spoke with him. And yeah. you know it's you know it's 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 a bunch of things all put together and I really enjoy it. Um, it's really cool. That's very careful. But I mean, Jesus, peace. Just can you imagine how good you have to be to be like Tom Hanks, you motherfucker, and mm-hmm. have Tom, Tom Hanks be, come on? Come on. <laughs> uh, again, I hope no one finds out years from now that Tom Hanks is a <laughs> awful because he yeah. he feels like a genuinely nice person. Yeah, that's what yeah. everybody says, yes. and they say that on this podcast many times. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And it's interesting this, the the people he's able to get right. Like he starts off early guess, yeah, with I John guess, Hamm is on the podcast. I guess he's in Seth the Rogen is a po- on the so podcast. he probably has these people oh, yeah. as contacts. He's probably a writer on a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And as you say, it was around COVID time, mm-hmm. um, and like sitting down with someone for half for something silly is yeah. something that I'm sure some of these people would appreciate. And um, actually, so um, Judd Apatow. Uh, shows mm-hmm. up on one of the, the episodes and he tells this 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 hilarious story about how he met how he first met Steve Martin mm-hmm. uh, where apparently Judd Apatow was quite young of course you know as we all are or mm-hmm. I would hope most of us are uh, was a fan of Steve Martin yeah and lived around that area where I guess Steve Martin lived and and used to pass his house whenever he was driving somewhere and one day apparently Steve Martin was out there on the front lawn or something mm-hmm. and he, he jumped out of his mother's car mm-hmm. and started to go to him and be like, can I get your autograph, please? And Steve Martin is, is of sp- course, like, no. Spray with the host. Please, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're at my house. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no, thank you. So apparently, Judd Apatow sent a very uh, distasteful letter yes. <laughs> to Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, How dare yes, you? you <laughs> son of a bitch. Apparently, Steve Martin actually responded. Mm-hmm. sent him a bunch of books and things yeah. and in the inscription said I, I'm sorry I didn't know um, I was talking to the Judd Apatow <laughs> 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 oh, that's pretty good that is pretty good so you know you get uh-huh. like little bits like that yeah, where, my apologies yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So entitled, entitled little brat <laughs> 
Yes, I like this a lot. I don't like Andrew anymore. Why don't you like me anymore? Because you keep uh, reminding me of both of me. 